Snow is falling all around us. Children playing, having fun, having fun. Tis the season, love and understanding. Merry Christmas, everyone. Welcome to Pandora's Box. That was us. That was what? us. With our rendition of Jingle Balls, <laughs> The Tale of Jimmy O'Malley. Mm. So if you've enjoyed that, that's the only Christmas song that you need this year. Mm-hmm. Um, the video um, is with you now. So check that out. Jingle Balls, The Tale of Jimmy O'Malley. Check it out on YouTube. Check it out on any social media platform you can possibly think of and you will find Jingle Balls, The Tale of Jimmy O'Malley starring yours truly, Obadiah Pennywhistle and Young Bullwinkle, Mr. Nathaniel Warren and Mr. Drew Bag Armstrong. All right. AKA oh, yeah. Captain oh, yeah. Yeah, so that was a lot of fun to film. Really enjoyed filming that video. Mm. Mm. We did that last Friday. Um, spent, um, I think we got, did it, was it three, three hours? hours? Three so hours. So we recorded yeah, the whole record, video yeah. in three hours. Mm. Filmed and edited all in one day. Yeah, so um, me me and Drew were like out busy on um, on Friday night, um, went to a concert, a Medieval Babes concert in uh, Glastonbury and did loads of other stuff. Went up the tour, went for a meal, etc. Went for a couple of pubs. But the hallowed baby, the Christmas <laughs> baby... The Christmas Bullwinkle. Mm. The Christmas Bullwinkle, that is Nathaniel Warren, like a true soldier. Trooper. Was in his room <laughs> all night working <laughs> tirelessly <laughs> while me and Drew were literally drunk howling at the moon. Yeah, on, literally. On, literally. Yeah, at the tour, yeah. <laughs> at Glastonbury tour, howling at the moon <laughs> yeah. and growling. Um, he was there busy working away, so thanks for that, mate. Damn, damn straight. You are damn appreciated. Your, your hustle is appreciated. Um, so yeah, hope you guys enjoyed that. You are listening to Pandora's Box. As I said, um, this is um, our topical show, uh, factual, just conversational show as well, where we just talk about a plethora of um, of subjects, topics, just mm. whatever we like. Whatever really. comes to mind. So um, this week, I think that you obviously have to be Jimmy O'Malley. Yes, mm. Jimmy O'Malley, yeah. naturally. Jimmy, yeah, back yeah, from yeah, the naturally. back from the grave, back Aww. from the grave for one Christmas Aww. only. And um, what do you want to be this this year? Elfie. Just Elfie. Just Elfie. Alfred? Alfred. Alfred. Yeah. Alfred. Oh, Alfred. Alfred. Yeah. Alfred. Alfred. Another thing I'd like to talk about is obviously the fact that um, uh, Spider-Man's just come out. I mean, you've just seen it. We're both big it Marvel has. fans. Mm-hmm. So um, don't worry, this is going to be spoiler-free, but we just thought we'd do like a little quick like spoiler-free conversation about it. So um, what did you think, man? I yeah. think it's the best film I've seen in the cinema since Joker. Really? Yeah. I did think it was very good. Oh. It felt it's it's two and a half hours long. Yeah. Felt like it was ten minutes. That's what I thought as well. That's what I thought. I didn't like I was like I couldn't believe when it was coming to the climax, I couldn't believe it had like went so quickly. That's that's when you know it's a good movie. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah. Because I said it's it was like so such a long film, but it didn't just seem like it at all. Mm. Um I was like I thought the acting in it was like amazing, especially by like say um like by all of them, but like Willem Dafoe. Yeah, I thought who um his I love his like thought, yeah Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. He's so good at sort playing character, playing somebody with like split personality disorder. I mm. said uh, so we've got to like toe the line, like you know we don't want to give away any spoilers, but I think everything that we're gonna, if we anything that we do say, should um, not be harmed against you and you. Mm. Yeah, and, Tom, and also it's like I think it's like common knowledge anyway. Tom Holland for me mm. outacts every single person in that film times ten. 
He definitely so like, good. He definitely like leveled Who's up. Is this Tom Holland then? He's the guy that plays Spider Man. So ah, he's Spidey. So he's so he's like the third incarnation mm. of Spider Man mm. in the in like the film realm. It's like turning into the Buddha. Obviously, Tobey Maguire was the first one, the original one. Then Andrew Garfield, number two. Yeah, I think yeah. I've only seen the Tobey Maguire ones. Uh, yeah, yeah, they were like the original ones. I think, I think the first Spider-Man came out, Drew, when we were like 13. Is that or... the one with like the upside-down kiss part? Yes. Yeah, yeah. that's the one the I The famous upside-down-in-the-rain yeah. kiss with Kristen Dunst. Oh, yeah, or was that it was Kirsten a good moment. Kirsten. Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten. Oh, yeah. sorry, that's it. Um, yeah, I thought it was a fantastic movie. I definitely think it was like in my top three favourite Marvel films. <laughs> yeah. I haven't even like I haven't yeah. like thought about it to like put in order, but it was definitely one of the best mm. Marvel films. I, I gave it like a nine point five out of ten. Yeah, mm. and I definitely agree with you that um, I can't even remember if you said it was emotion. I know you said it was like one of your favorite film you've seen since Joker, but mm. I thought like it was so al- powerful. Along with Endgame, along with Endgame and Infinity War, it was like the one that was most like tugging on the heartstrings. Got to say, it mm. made me tear up a couple times. Made me the, too in the, in the cinema. Me too. There was like a couple of bits where I was just, I, mean, I was just mm. suddenly a bit like. <laughs> <laughs> well, my lip was so powerful. I like so that. Powerful. I like it when movies do that. That's like what, several different bits. Yeah, and mm. it was like a really. I think it was like a really good balance between the action, the comedy, mm. and the genuine mm. like tugging on your heartstrings bits. Nice. Oh, I feel like I'm missing a boat with this Marvel stuff. I've, Mate, I've only mm. seen a few Marvel films. Really. Oh, I love it. Got to get. I love it. I love it. So good. But yeah, I definitely think I think um, as I said, I don't I don't even know what I would say my favorite ones are. I love the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, I thought Thor yes, Ragnarok yes, yes. was amazing. It is good. Guardians thought, of the Galaxy probably up there for me as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. I just think it's such a good like well-rounded film. As I said, so funny the soundtrack. Everything. But what I, what I think about is a, when I think about what is a better film, mm-hmm. the new Spider-Man blows it out of the water. In terms of like a well-rounded film, I guess it's just almost it just almost like has everything. Yeah, doesn't it? Has everything. But yeah, I thought I thought Thor Ragnarok was it was amazing. Obviously, Infinity War and Endgame were both great films. Original Iron Man, yeah, very, yeah, very good. But I, yeah, it was great. I think it's almost like nowadays. I would say with like original Iron Man, it's almost like the thing that's amazing about it is that it like kickstarted the whole thing. Yeah, I think you've also got to look at it as a product of its time. Yeah, definitely. So back then, you're almost not going to get the crazy CGI that you get now. Yeah. It's not as like, there's not as many like crossovers and it's a bit more like straightforward mm. in its plot, isn't it? Mm. Like nowadays, like say with like, what I feel like watching um like the Spider-Man we've just watched and like with more of the recent Marvels, it's like, because they're so well developed and there's so many characters, mm. there's, there's like a lot of crossover mm. stuff and like into, nods to other stuff. A lot of them are intertwined, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The whole yeah. MCU, every so film kind of has mm. hints back to other films. It's all like mixed in, whereas I think obviously the first Iron Man film, it was like, just Iron Man. I've got to mm. say, I'm so glad. That's that's one of the main things that I was glad about with mm. lockdown, was that I, I said to myself, I was like, right, I've never really watched the Marvel films. Like, I'm almost, like you, Drew, I was, I was missing the boat on it, and all mm. of my friends would go and see them. And um, I was like, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to do like a movie marathon for the next couple of days, and mm. just watch all of them. Mm-hmm. And now I've done it, I'm so glad I have, because every time there's a new one coming out, you feel so in the yeah. loop. I think I, I go into the premieres of them <clears throat> and everything. So good. Yeah, man, I definitely think so. I, I think that like once you actually kn- like know what's going on, if you've like watched them all in like at, at least like the most of them at, anyway, because I haven't seen like I haven't seen Eternals for example, mm. um, which is like <laughs> it's it's meh, it's meh. Yeah, I've it's heard meh. that it's the that's why I'm almost like not even that bothered. I know I probably should watch it just for my least. I know that in the future movies it'll probably be like beneficial for me to watch it. Mm. But um, I've I've watched like the and I still need to watch Shang Shang Chi. Very good. But I really very really very watch good. It. But very that's out good. on that's out on Disney Plus now, and I do have <laughs> I do have it. So I'm I'm looking forward to watching it because I remember you telling me that like in terms of just like the hand to hand combat, you said it's like the best. Yeah, the choreography is incredible. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, just another thing for this film. It's like, and this is something that I was really impressed with because we watched the premiere. Me and my friends watched mm. the premiere yeah, in I know, Bristol. Yeah, I saying. And it's the first film I've ever seen in the cinema where people are audible. Yes. Mm. Everyone Literally, was going crazy. I like crazy. that when you get a bit of a woo or you get Man, a there was, or something. There's, a, what, there's mm. one point during the crazy. movie where there was literally... Um, because I went to go see it on Saturday, literally there was like a round of applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people no, were like, people literally. started like clapping Standing and cheering. for a Mate, movie. Yeah, people, people started, it was about two thirds of the way through the film, mm. I'd say. Like, literally, you never people, get that in UK cinemas either, no, which is what makes it so like cool. You expect mm. it more from like an American audience. Yes. But in 100%. Britain, it's almost like you're a bit, there's a bit more like shh. It's yeah. almost like yeah, a bit yeah, of a, yeah, a library yeah. feel, isn't it? You'd almost think. Yeah, I, I was thinking that myself. I was almost like, I couldn't almost like, believe it was happening. I know. Did you I join in when it started happening? I did a bit, yeah. I did, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. I almost like, thought it was like a little bit almost like taboo, don't you, in the yeah. cinema? Yeah, to, like, 100%. Make any noise. 100%. There's always like that person that makes a little bit too too much noise. And then everyone's, like, everyone's like, quiet. Mm. Yeah. Sits, so it turns around. Really like, glad that we got the, because um, we got the premiere, didn't we? In yeah. America, it was released two days after. I think, yeah. It's, it's weird how that works, isn't it? Because. I think it all. De- I, I, I don't even know what it depends on, but some films get brought out um, a little bit before in America, and some mm. get brought out before in. Um, in I know Britain. Venom I was know brought that. out before in America. Yeah, I don't. I don't know the reasons why. Two, two days earlier. Do you think it's like where it's filmed or something like that? Mm. Um, Actually, I assume no, because it was a lot of Spider-Man in America. They're all yeah. a lot of um, Spider-Man films are obviously filmed I mean, in Tom New York. Holland's English. Yeah, he is English. So, yeah. so that could be. I do think they filmed some of it in, in of New it. York, actually. Sorry, in Britain, only because. Um, I watched the Graham Norton show mm. from a couple of weeks ago, and it had is it Zen- Zendaya? Zendaya, Zendaya, yeah. who plays MJ, mm-hmm. and the name um, Zendaya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, really good actor, and um, and Tom Holland, and I'm pretty sure they said on the show that they filmed a lot of it in London. Oh, cool. But I assume they must have filmed a lot of it in New York as well, just because purely because yeah. a lot of the film takes place in New York, which isn't a spoiler because everyone knows that Spider Man lives in New York. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> New York, New York. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Awesome. Lovely. So yeah, definitely going to check that. Definitely out. recommend it. So anybody mm-hmm. hasn't seen it yet, do yourself a favour. Mm. But I definitely think, yeah, if you aren't into the Marvel films because it's almost like you just haven't seen enough, um, you don't really know what's going on with it, like um, like Alfred over here, then yeah, just like you know, mm. over the, over the Christmas period or something, if you get a bit of free time, just almost start watching them in order. And I just I just don't see how you couldn't get hooked. You won't regret it. I think mm, that like Captain America and the Winter Soldiers, an amazing movie. Yeah, I've not. Oh no, no, sorry, I meant to say Civil War. Yes, Civil War. Yes. Don't, Civil don't get me wrong. Very, very don't get me good. wrong. Winter Soldier is awesome as well, but the Civil War, that is an epic film. Mm-hmm. That is a ser- Infinity War, film. obviously one yeah. of the most iconic films ever. Endgame. Yeah. Oh man, incredible. Snap. I am Iron Man. <laughs> so good, so good. <laughs> epic, man. Epic. <laughs> Fat Thor, so fat yeah. Thor. So, what what else have we got on the agenda for today, Callum? Right. Well, in honour of the tale of Jimmy O'Malley, I thought we'd talk a little bit about. Um... <laughs> <laughs> talk a little bit about. Whoa, Krampus. Ah. Oh. Oh. I just want to say as well. Anyone that's listening to us on the radio right now, make sure afterwards you head over to YouTube and check out the video on YouTube, um, Pandora's mm-hmm. Box Podcast, because yeah. we're all dressed up. Callum yeah. is actually mm. Santa Claus, and we're both elves today. I'm dressed so as Jimmy O'Malley. If you want to see that, oh, if you want to see that, come and say hello. Yeah, that's my bad. I've got to say today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is obviously a, a, a podcast on YouTube as well, so go check out Pandora's Box on YouTube. Pandora's Box Podcast. Um, subscribe to us. Mm. And you can see us dressed as Father Christmas and Elves. 100%. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Give you some good Christmas vibes and some good Christmas karma. Mm. Awesome. We've actually done a little Secret Santa. Should we do our Secret Santa? Should we do it? Oh. So obviously we thought, you know, we've been doing Pandora's box for a little while now. Yeah. Um, well, you have to tell me you go through because I'll do it on the cameras. I'll switch right. over on the so cameras. So I think first we should do because right, we got our paths crossed a little bit. So <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Right. Here we go. <laughs> so I think traditionally Secret Santa's supposed to be like so say there's three of us. We all buy just like one present. And then... Well, it's like a secret. Yeah. Not, and then you don't, know, you don't know, know who's going you. what. But... So I just bought in one us. present. <laughs> but um, Alfred and Jimmy O'Malley just bought in presents for all of us. So even though I'm Father Christmas, actually one of these guys is going to be a little bit short on a present. Does that show you like who actually gets all the, all the Christmas sorted, all the presents sorted in Lapland? <laughs> I think it's the elves, really. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But, <laughs> more prepared. Santa Claus <laughs> just goes out and... <laughs> also, look at this. Look. For anybody that are you watching, so this is, for example, is the is the present from Alfred. Look, nicely wrapped. <laughs> so it's fragile same, on it. Same with Jimmy O'Malley's. Look, nice <laughs> nice wrapping paper. Mm. Nice wrapping paper. Look, ho ho ho. <laughs> right, just look at this from Father Christmas. <laughs> it's in a bag. Nice. It's in bubble wrap. So bubble I'm gonna. Bag. So so Alfred and Jimmy O'Malley are gonna flip a coin to see. Drew, who open gets... open your present first. Oh, okay. Open your open your small present first. So this little one. You're the little one. Oh, look at this little one. Look at this little bad boy. So this is from Jimmy O'Malley. This is from Jimmy O'Malley. Oh, so man. Alfred is opening his good. present from Jimmy O'Malley. And then with my present, they're going to flip a coin to see who gets this one. And I'm going to, whoever doesn't get the present from me today, I'm going to get them a present and I'm going to make sure they get it by Christmas Day because Father Christmas doesn't let his mm. elves down. All right. <laughs> I've wrapped it way too much. <laughs> That's like Fort Knox, mate, that oh, is. Man. Oh, man. So currently, for those that are only listening um, audibly. This is the real challenge at Christmas. Um, Elfred. Oh, that's not even done yet. It's is, got another layer. He's frantically trying to <laughs> oh, open his little present from Jimmy O'Malley. I don't want to break it. I don't want to I don't from know, Jimmy too hard. It'll be all right. It won't break. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, look at this. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Oh, oh he's getting there. Look at this. He's getting oh. there. What is it? Oh. He's getting there. Oh, yes! It's a coin! I've got my very own Bitcoin! It's a Bitcoin! <laughs> 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 it's actually got a Bitcoin on it. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Look, turn it over. Can you see the big B? No, I mean like an actual Bitcoin like encoded in it. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. That'd be worth 50k. That'd Imagine good. that. Oh, oh, look at that. Oh, Cheers, just as like man. that nice acoustic started. Yeah. So I thought you could flip that instead of flipping the 2P. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's, that's a, a good, good idea. idea. <laughs> so who wants nice. the... So what's on the other side? What's on the other side? There's B on that uh, side. So there's a B on that side and there's just like a little... Like, I'd say like B Tetris. is heads. Yeah. So B is heads and like, that like, like, you know, circuit, like circuit sort of thing circuit, is, is tails. Stuff. Okay, Aww. so do you guys want to flip that to see who gets um, the present from Father Christmas? Yeah. So, so your, your heads are you? I'm Tails. I'm Tails. Oh, okay. Tails, so, so Jimmy tells. O'Malley is circuits. So B is heads. Alfred is, mm. is heads. B. <laughs> oh, it's Tails. So Jimmy O'Malley Jimmy gets O'Malley the present gets from Father Christmas. So you've got to open this. You've got to show it to the camera. Okay. That this. is a really good flipping coin as well. Look at this. I didn't realise that you guys were going to be so profesh with the... <laughs> the wrapping and everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's a candle. Oh, thank you, It's Santa. a candle of two people making love. Oh, no. Nice, on Christmas man. Day. Beautiful. So make sure they that get a good shot of that. Make sure you get a good shot. Just what I asked for. Mate, I know. She's going to get a good shot. Mate, yeah. <laughs> you never know how that wax is going to melt down, do you, eh? 
beautiful. Thank you, oh, Santa. Well, Prezzo, I want you to. I hope you burn that on Christmas Day. I will. I like I'll the. Sure. I like the idea of it being all Christmassy in your room, <laughs> and like you've got your Mrs. Ava or something, and that's just like burning that, in the corner. That's that's the candle that you put on for for you know. For yeah. A nice for a nice do, 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 for a nice do, bit of Barry White. Do. Yeah, definitely. Incredible. Man. I tell you what, right? We're gonna play you another Christmassy song now. When we come back. We're going to open the rest of our presents in the studio and um, we're going to let you know what they are. So, yeah, just in case, you know, just to make it absolutely clear for people that are just listening on the station, I, uh, Jimmy O'Malley has now got a candle, <laughs> which is um, a woman riding her man <laughs> reverse cowgirl. <laughs> yes. Okay. So that will be burned in a very festive way on Christmas Day this year. A ceremony. You Merry Christmas, everyone. Ah. Oh, lovely. Ah, that was Christmas time, Don't Let the Bells End, which was probably like um, the most immature Christmas song up until ours, mm. up until yeah. our cover of Jingle <laughs> My favourite Christmas song, that is. Yeah, what, even more favourite than Jingle Balls? No, not quite, but almost. No, second, right. second best. Let's, let's face it, Darkness are absolute legends. Yeah. To, and I've been really enjoying actually watching um, Justin Hawkins has got a YouTube channel. Oh, he has, hasn't he? It's super cool. He, like, yeah. It's quite new. Yeah, so shout out to Justin Hawkins. Been really enjoying watching it, actually. Mm. Really cool guy. He knows a lot about music, man. Mm. Like, you know, it's cool to get his insights. A big fan. Mm. A big fan. But yeah, so far today we've had two very, very happy and shamelessly immature Christmas songs for you all. We're um, currently in the process of opening presents from each other. Yeah. So wow. for those just on listening on the radio station, we're going to explain it to you in depth, and obviously for you <laughs> watching on YouTube on the on the channel, you will see exactly mm. what we're getting. Mm. So um, so far, um, Alfred, aka Mr. Drew Armstrong, has received an actual Bitcoin. Oh yeah. From Jimmy O'Malley, one of these, uh-huh. aka for so long, and um, Jimmy O'Malley. Has received from Father Christmas uh, himself. Yeah. <laughs> That's where you um, should just keep that for the rest for. of the show. <laughs> just what yeah, I asked. yeah, to keep it just like that for a little, um, a nice little candle mm. of two partners, very jolly Oops. on Christmas Day, all snuggled up, having a little bit of reverse cowgirl. <laughs> you know, if that isn't a good end to Christmas, I don't know what is. Oh. I hope they've got a little sherry on the bedside mm. table for afterwards. You know, yeah. before they have a nice, little, they can have a little sherry and then have a little shower before bed. Mm. Nice. Yeah, so let's carry on open presents then, guys. So um, everyone's opened one. Oh no, I haven't opened a present. You haven't yet. opened a present. You should open a present. Go right. ahead. Which one shall I open first? What do you think? Which one's calling out to you? I don't. They're all <laughs> calling out to me equally. I'm gonna go with this one just because it's the closest one. So this mm-hmm. is the one from um, Alfred, Mr. Drew Armstrong. Ah uh, yes. Penny whistle. Oh, that's a nice little Obadiah penny. Whistle. Do that again. Scrunch it. Can you oh, hear that? Oh, look at that. Can you hear that? Some ASMR. <laughs> What's inside? What's inside? I'm saying I'm impressed by the size of it, man. Oh, so, oh thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Not the first time he's heard that, I can tell you. So, what's this, then? What's this? What's this, then, eh? It's really stupid. <laughs> right. Oh, overshot. Let's have a look. What's in this, then? What's this? Is it a trowel? <laughs> Crab trowel. Someone's been to Sanders Garden Centre. <laughs> so we have here some cutlery for me to eat my goose with this Christmas. <laughs> we have a trowel and a fork. <laughs> uh, well, you know, to be genuinely, these will come in handy. That's what I thought. It's practical yeah. as well. Yeah, because um, I. Oh look, you can you can tell that's good quality metal. Oh mm. uh, yeah. Mm. Oh, I feel. 
<laughs> oh yeah, baby. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I live out in the sticks and I do like to do a bit of gardening. And look, it says here, look, oh, I just realised, look. Obadiah Penny Whistle. The Dark Gardener. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, thanks for that, Alfred. Thanks for that, man. That's all right. Those oh, will be, look at this. Be jubbly. Those so will be thoroughly, thoroughly used and appreciated. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> right, so now I think we're back round to you, um, Sir Alfred. Oh. Oh, ooh la la. <laughs> Look at this then. Oh, it's a big one. Bullwinkle's it's a big got one. Me too, so it doesn't matter that mm. you didn't get me one because it's like. Mate, I will get you one. I will get you one. I got two from Bullwinkle. Yeah. You like this one, Drew. You like this one. What is it? Anyone can hear it. This is quite a big one. It's mm. big and bendy. Oh, it'll be easier to open as well. Oh, yes. Oh, he's going for it. He's going for it. Yes. He's going for it. He's unwrapping it. Nice red paper. <laughs> oh, mate, you have to try it on. So, gotta put it we on. are aliens. You gotta put it on. Because, uh, yeah, it's basically, is, is that a minion? Uh, no, it's What's an alien. It? Oh, it's this just a random alien. So yeah, it's not it's from Toy Story, I think. Yeah, I think I recognised it. That's why yeah, I didn't yeah, know if yeah. it was. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to keep my headphones on and see if I can get this on over my So, headphones. Alfred, Mr. Drew, has received, it's like an alien, <laughs> like, fancy dress hat. Um, and as Nathaniel just reminded me, it's the alien from Toy Story. So he's going to be an elf, but also an alien. Let's face it, right? That's very Drew. I, f I feel this is more Drew. I feel Look this that. is complete now because Drew is so out of this world that just any an earthbound elf wouldn't quite fit. So now he is like a, a spacebound elf. He is part elf, part alien. Mate, I love this so much. Look, I didn't want to take my hat off, but now I took my hat off for this, yeah. this awesome. Thing. I like the idea of like because it almost in a weird way, especially where you've got it like unstrapped. It looks almost like a like a military helmet. Yeah, mm. it is. So I've got this image of I you almost like, like going into going to war. Yeah, like going into battle, <laughs> but like looking really serious, just like on a horse, like with a sword in his hand. And meanwhile, I just got that on his head. So yeah, it's like a nice little alien hat for any of you li listening mm. that aren't watching on the tube. So cool. It's actually little... for like I'm pretty sure it's for like nine year olds or eight year olds, but I had to cut it, I had to open it up and cut it open so you'd be able to fit your head <laughs> in it. I like the little um I like the little schlong on the forehead. Yeah, me too. It's got a little phallic <laughs> a little phallic thing on the forehead. With a little Ooh, with a excited. little a little bell end for lack of a <laughs> oh better word. God. A little bell end. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, nice, man. Thank you so much. No I'm going to cherish man. this hat and I'm going to wear it for the rest of Christmas. Mm. Oh, man. Never take it off. Mm. <laughs> so, um, right. So, oh, oh now, Mr. Mr. Uh, Jimmy O'Malley, a.k.a. Bullwinkle, a.k.a. Nathaniel Warren, host of the Rat Radar. Check it out Sunday night. And also, <laughs> you'll be doing a Christmas show, won't you? I will be doing a Christmas show. Yeah. Check it out. So check it out. Christmas afternoon. What, what time am I on? <laughs> I can't remember if it's... Do you know what? I can't remember off the top of my head if it's four till six or six till eight, but check the schedule. One of them. I think it's okay. four till six. I think it's four till six. Yeah. I'm yeah. be vibing out with all my favourite Christmas tunes. Yeah, yeah. baby. Keeping you company on that just cold, sultry Christmas day. He'll have his candle burning in the <laughs> studio. <laughs> oh, look at that. I love that. Bullwinkle, <laughs> what the hell? Oh, look at the little, like, is it like horns That's or is amazing. it eyes? What is that? No, it's like, like a weird pig? little what, like gerbil or something. Well, it's a bullwinkle. Is that a bullwinkle? <laughs> yeah, that's an actual bullwinkle. <laughs> what? That is brilliant. That that's is amazing. Brilliant. That's staying here. Yeah. And every time we've got it, I want that in my background. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Bullwinkle. That is oh, epic. Thank so, you, Drew. so for those that are just right, listening, dude. it's literally like a little like stuffed <laughs> toy, like of a gerbil, which is about like, I don't know, two thirds of a foot tall. 
Um, yeah, nice little gerbil toy, and then it's got like very, it's got like horns on its head, which Drew is, I assume, drawn with permanent <laughs> marker. And then it says Bullwinkle across the chest slash belly area. Very nice. Very yeah, nice. Very nice. Nice presents, awesome. man. Right, so next one. You got two here now. Another one from me. Got two left. So let's see what this is then. I'm unwrapping the paper. The paper says ho ho ho. <gasps> What it's another it alien thing. It's an inflatable alien! <laughs> what? What? <laughs> so oh, you can have some fun with that later. I'm going to inflate this and keep it in the studio as well, I think. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking. I like that the studio's background. getting decked out. It's going to have yeah. a little bullwinkle. <laughs> little bullwinkle. And um, we'll have an inflatable alien. I bought it thinking you could have it in your background yeah. for, ah, for the nice. show. That'd be good. Does that mean yeah. I just got to wear this every show? Yeah, every show. <laughs> every, anytime we speak about aliens, you have to chuck it on. That's so cool. <laughs> Oh yeah, amazing! <laughs> right, so am I the only one with a gift? You yeah, are. so you got to do another one, man. I feel yeah. like this is almost like Something to accentuate <laughs> how much of a bad <laughs> Father Christmas I am. <laughs> Literally, it's like even in gifts on gifts. <laughs> I will get Alfred a Christmas present by Christmas Day. Oh, that's right, man. I will not let my elves down. Joe Rogan. Our biography. <laughs> hey, that's well good. It's pretty small, isn't it? For this a book it gives a snapshot yeah. of key moments in Rogan's life and career that have shaped the person we see on our televisions, phones, tablets, computers, and at live comedy shows around the world. Mm. Stand-up comedian, actor, podcast host, businessman, MMA commentator, and martial arts enthusiast, Joe Rogan continues to push the envelope of social commentary around the world. His no-nonsense approach to life and human consciousness engages such diverse audiences that his appeal has spread quickly and dramatically, making him one of the most talked-about personalities in recent years. <laughs> oh, right, that's what, and then at the front, look, everything that Joe Rogan loves. A bit like me, really. <laughs> look, you've got your steak, you've got your gun. Aliens. Steak <laughs> and your gun. Boxing glove, look, little marijuana leaf. Pyramids. Coffee. Microphone. And the, and the United States of America flag. Uh -huh. All right, nice. mate. That's that's awesome, well, considering that he's one of our big inspirations mm. for the show. Yeah, definitely. It'd be cool to give you that. I feel like, actually, all the presents were genuinely really good. Mm. Mm. Done well. We've uh, done well. Mate, yeah, that's, yeah, that's really good. good. It's good fun. It's good fun to do stuff like that as well, isn't it? Definitely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, think, you know, I've got, some new gar I've got some new stuff to do some gardening with in the new year. Yeah, I've practical got, as well as funny. I've got <laughs> an inflatable alien that we can have as a nice little prop in the studio. Um, mate, amazing. That's amazing. Amazing. Merry Christmas, Merry everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Everyone. <laughs> and on that, we're going to listen to another track. When we come back, we're going to get into some cool Christmassy topics. This is a nice little jaunty, happy song to have a drink to on the lead up to Christmas. This is Whiskey in the Jar by Metallica. Go on, <laughs> pour yourself a little tipple. I hope you enjoyed the last track. That was Whiskey in the Jar mm. by the festive band that are Metallica. Oh, Metallica. We've just been opening our presents in the studio. Mm. Mm. Our little um, secret Santa presents. That was a nice little festive time. Which you can now see all over <laughs> yeah. the screens. If you As watch you can see, we're all Christmased up. Yeah. <laughs> Bullwinkle. Look at that candle. And then hey. in the background, Bullwinkle. The mascot. Alfred, Mr. Drew, has got his uh, his helmet on. I've always wanted to be an alien. He's well, ready. I am an alien, but now I'm definitely an alien. Yeah. <laughs> Re ready for battle, he is. <laughs> battle alien. We're all, we've all been improved mm. in the last 15 minutes. Mm. <laughs> so I thought we could all talk about... Let's face it, it's something that we can all relate to. And maybe also, once you've spoken about this, um, get in touch with any of us and um, let us know 
what your favourite Christmas experiences are. Mm. I thought we could talk about our, our personal Christmas traditions, any standout mm. Christmas memories we have, maybe off, maybe any like particular presents that any of us have ever had that like stand out mm. that we remember. So um, let's start with you, Mr. Relford. Ah. So like, what's the first Christmas you reckon you can remember, or can you remember one? Oh, I would say just straight out of the top of my head, um, when we used to live in Suffolk, so... I lived in Suffolk from when I was um, three years old to about six years old, um, and um, I remember for Christmas we had, we'd get these like massive sacks. So it'd be like all of like the presents under the tree and stuff. But then we'd all like have a sack each, and it was like re- it was like really cool. And I just kind of remember we had like this massive garden as well that had like a pond in it. And it was like it was like Narnia for when you were like so small, mm. you know, all the yeah, trees and stuff. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, and I just remember getting these like massive sacks of presents and and loving it basically. But not 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 anything really specific apart from that. So the girls, mm. I imagine, yeah. like your little sisters, would have been really young at the time. Yeah, like that. really like little babies, you know, yeah, almost, yeah, like yeah. toddlers. Yeah, so. yeah. Just Especially that, really. the youngest. Mm. Yeah, can you remember anything like? So like, who was there with you on Christmas Day? Um, so it would be parents and my nan and granddad would always come down mm-hmm. from Somerset at the time, drive down to Suffolk, and up to Suffolk. Um, up to Suffolk, yeah, and have Christmas with us. But yeah, my memory from being a kid, I remember it was really fun. But that's like I don't have too many like standout memories. If no. you know what I mean? I remember getting a Sega Mega Drive when I was like three, mm. and that was like that was Game awesome. Changer. Yeah. And like, but and really, like my mum, like my dad said he got it for me. But my mum kind of knew that, like, he got it for himself as well, because, like, what three-year-old, like, like plays a Sega Mega Drive? It's almost like, a little bit beyond them. <laughs> yeah. Like, they need to be about four or five, really. Yeah, but then when I was about four or five, I remember, like, having all these games and just sitting Sounds there like a pretty good tactical nice. decision by your dad. Too, yeah, man. yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's a smart man. Yeah, he's like, you mm. know, oh, yeah, this, this is for he Drew. He wants this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, that's good going. That's good going. You should so, learn from that. Mm. So you had like what? So your your grandparents were there. Mm. Your mum and dad, your sisters. Was it just them lot? Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, sometimes, um, sometimes my um, uncle Thomas and auntie Sandra would come down as well mm. for a little one. And we go up. My mum's got some friends. <coughs> I actually call them like auntie and cousins, but they're not my real auntie and cousins. They're just like really close family members. Yeah. And they live in Plymouth, and we'd go and visit all them lot as well. And like my nan lived in Plymouth as well, so we'd go there for a couple of days and just see everyone. So like, you, you moved to fun. you moved to Hartlepool when you were six, didn't you? Uh, yes. So Hartley. So yeah. Uh, Suffolk from three to six, Bristol from one, one to, to three. three, Suffolk from three to six, Hartlepool from six, six to, to 11. 11, 10, 11, 10, 11, and then Somerset. So all do you the way do you remember do you remember anything like specific from any Christmases in Hartlepool or anything? Hartlepool, Hartlepool, Hartlepool. Hartlepool. Yeah, Hartlepool. I remember. I remember like. <laughs> Just like it, it was really fun. We had like quite a big house. It was like it, houses are cheaper up north. Yeah, they and are. And we had like this. Most we, things are. Yeah, we had like this four bedroom, like detached house with like. Um, I remember I had an ensuite in my room, mm. and like my, nice. and my, my, and my parents had an ensuite. I want to well. move to Cumbria. Yeah, so I'm going <laughs> off topic. Yeah, oh, go yeah, and um, Nan and Granddad was always come down as well, but they were the, pretty much the only family that would come down because up north was so far from down south. Yeah, of so. course. Yeah. Um, they um, they would come down. And I remember this one year. I really wanted some Pokemon cards. It was like when Pokemon first came out. Mm. And you know you could get that was those. A good time. That was a good time. Yeah, man. That's it. Like, do, do you know you could get like the packs? So like, not yeah. not not the mini packs, but like the big packs mm-hmm. in it. And you'd almost only get those if you were like starting out because you got loads of like the same cards oh, in there and stuff. And yeah, stuff, and like yeah. You know, maybe you'd get a shiny if you're lucky. Yeah, or, like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, or or I think you definitely did in every pack. But like one like, or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um. 
so I remember like I just really wanted some Pokemon cards for Christmas, and um, and and yeah, I was opening the presents and stuff, and and like my nan had got me this pack, and I remember just being like. <gasps> Thank you so much that's awesome and it was like the only pack that i got as well was like that i just had before was like exactly the same <laughs> color or whatever and i was thinking oh my god and then i remember i told her after and she was like oh beep <laughs> like just like really like angry like genuinely angry you know and thinking like, that she was her. doing like gonna get you something like yeah really good. Really, like, yeah because like, oh. nan's always try quite hard yeah yeah, yeah like, bless her <laughs> yeah and then obviously then you move down to somerset yeah then any notes any notable like christmases you can think of from the Shire. Um, so Shire, Somerset, they they got a bit weird when like my parents separated when I was about seventeen. But from right. the, for, for the few years before that, uh, it's just pretty awesome. <clears throat> Loads of family coming around then because like most of my family are from around like Somerset and stuff. The West Country area. West Country. So yeah, it's nice. And we had dog Tango as well. Yeah. Um, so that would always be nice on Christmas Day. You'd get like super excited and just like rip open all the presents like with us and stuff and. Yeah, just happy vibes. It's always just family day, eating loads of... Oh, but then in Somerset, getting a bit older, that's when Christmas got a bit weird as well because, like, we just always go out uh, on, on, the, yeah, on the night before Christmas and then for about three years running, I couldn't eat my Christmas dinner <laughs> because I was just so hungry. May, that's sad. <laughs> so, yeah. May, you want to make sure you can eat your Christmas dinner. Yeah, I know. So that spoiled it for a bit and then I was like, I'm never doing that again. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, pretty chilled. It's like pretty the most chilled. important meal of the year, really, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, Christmas definitely. dinner? For sure. You want to make sure you can eat that bad boy. I think every mm. day is the most important day of the year for food. Fair point. Fair point. Fair point. I know what you mean, though. Mm. It's a... It's a such a, a joyous, festive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is a monument, but one you can eat. Yeah. Mm. And then we'll just come back again next year. Oh, mm. yeah, baby. Yeah, like a, love that. a monument that can just re heal itself like Wolverine mm. for Christmas every single year. Mm. So what about like presents before we move on to young um presents, young Jimmy? Presents, presents. Any like, notable presents from over the years? I would I would I would kind of always the main present, whatever I wanted, I'd pretty much get, which I remember my, like fair shout out to my, my family, bless mm. them. They'd they'd always try and make that happen. Any so, present like, in particular you can think of that like to this day you're like you can remember that when you got it you were like Oh my god, this is amazing. So again, from the father on the games console front, yeah. I remember being up north and the PlayStation 1 just first coming out. Mm. And they got me a PlayStation 1, but like it was in this... Um, it wasn't just like the PlayStation, it was like this whole kind of like, like piece of furniture that mm. it went in. And it had like room for your games console, then for your TV, and like for all the games in that as well. And it was like a proper like PlayStation One. Mm. And I remember, and 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 the and the remote, and you know, like the um the the driving, yeah, the, the wheel yep. and stuff. But it had a little foot a foot yeah. pedal thing at the bottom. Mate, I remember them. Yeah. And it, but like the furniture had it, so it fitted all to to it like perfectly. What? You know? So it was like it's like epic. And I remember just being like, whoa. So you were like freaking Colin McRae or yeah, like, Michael just, Schumacher. Yeah, like loads of games in that as well. So that was, yeah, that was probably oh, awesome. my standout present that I can like remember. Just so exciting. I remember it was a bit mm. like that, um, similar, but I'll move on to myself in a bit. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> First, Jimmy O'Malley. I know that Jimmy O'Malley had, had some hard Christmases because obviously he doesn't have a daddy. Never, <laughs> never even got the drums he wanted for Christmas and then he ended up getting killed. But um, Jimmy O'Malley is just one... Hashtag listen to our song again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag go listen to Jingle Balls, the tale of Jimmy O'Malley yeah. on any social media platform you can possibly You'll love think it. of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the only Christmas song you need this year. 
Or ever. Or ever for that matter. It's, if it doesn't put a smile on your face, I don't even know what to say. It's timeless. It really is, is ti- timeless. a timeless classic <laughs> for all the family. Um, so yes, um, young Bullwinkle. Yes. Ignoring the avatar that is Jimmy for a minute. Mm. What would you say? Um, any like? So what's your like earliest Christmas memory? Oh man, what? what or like are some you know, Chris, Christmas, Christmas, Christmas tradition. What's your earliest Christmas memory that you can remember, like with your family, and where were you? The earliest memory I have, and this is just because I'll never be allowed to forget it. Yeah. Uh, my brother, my eldest brother, who is Zuzua. Mr. Christmas himself. Yeah. Um, the gold. He will never let me forget this, and he'll tell me every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was once, God knows how young, young I was, but um, he was having like, the last snowball. Right. You know the drink snowballs? Yeah, yeah. They're like egg. What, yeah, what is it nog. like? Egg. Eggnog it's and like, something else. Oh, what, what booze is it that you put a- with it? Eggnog and amaretto. No, no, yeah. it's not amaretto. It's... We'll Google it. We'll Google we'll it in a minute and we'll yeah, come back yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's some kind of Christmas drink. And he had right. the last one. And uh, he left it unattended for like a minute. And I went and put all the like turkey fat into oh. his oh. Oh. That is a good one. <laughs> no. I, like, I like a big, a good prank. I like, yeah. I'm a fan I, of I a good don't prank. think I knew it was a prank at the time. I you think, were just like, oh, I'm just going to put this turkey fat in I think I was so there. young that I was just like kind of doing just it. to being silly, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And um. He'll never let me, never let me forget so that. So he drank it, did he? <laughs> I think he must have drank a little bit of it, yeah. Yeah, drank a bit of turkey fat and egg. Yeah. And egg nice. and booze. It's so all you want for Christmas, really. So, so that's like your earliest Christmas memory? I think so. I love that, I love that that's your earliest Christmas memory. <laughs> I actually love that that's a... We've, we've got like quite a few traditions. Mm. So one, one tradition, I don't know about you guys, but wh- when do you open your presents? Um, I have sort of like it um, split into sort of several sections because it's like good man i go over to my my parents in the morning and there it's like my mum's parents uh, my grandparents on my mum's side and my uncle dom my mum's little brother and we open the presents like there cool some presents there and then after that at around sort of like midday very early afternoon we drive to wemden and um then we go to see my dad's parents my mm. grandparents in mm. wemden um, and there we open, obviously, more presents from my dad's side of the family, take presents, obviously, there for them, obviously, and all of that lot. Nice. Have Christmas dinner there and stuff. So, yeah. What about you, Drew? Um, it's just, like, whoever's there family-wise um, is just there, normally, like, my, na- my nan and granddad and stuff, and then it's, like, just presents in the morning, but no one would ever be allowed to open a present at the same time as someone else. Cool. So, so like, whoever that. was opening a present... Get it the would attention. Just, yeah, and, like, cool. everyone would, like, kind of be watching. Yeah. And, and like, and then, yeah, and then, and you know, kind of... It's, it, sl- it made it, it... It drew it out to about lunchtime, do you know nice. what I mean? Like, with everyone. And nice. whereas, like, us three kids, it was kind of like, yeah, we kind of had to take it in turns, so it wasn't just like... Ah! But now in Cannington now, like now we've got um, Naya, who's my sister's little baby and stuff, mm. and, and Noah and that, they just kind of go at it like like a bit crazy. So that's that's changed a bit now. So we've always, mm. we have a Christmas Eve present, which is like pyjamas and some chocolates. Mm-hmm. And then on Christmas morning, we get our stocking presents and we will like open them together. Oh, stockings, yeah. Then we'll come downstairs, have like croissants for breakfast every time. Oh, baby. Sorry, to, pastry. sorry mm. to leave you on a bit of a cliffhanger. We're going to leave it there, so we're going to listen to a track. When we come back, we're going to find out what Jimmy O'Malley does after he has his croissant. This is now a nice little sensual song for you on Christmas Day. This is Gently Johnny by Dan Bard. Gently Johnny. Hopefully hopefully your room doesn't get too steamy listening to this wherever you are. If you're driving the car listening to this, your window's about to get very, very steamed up. 
What the hell? What? That was such an abrupt ending. That was the most abrupt ending of a track I've ever heard in my life. Um, That was (laughs) Red Water Christmas Morning by Typo Negative, one of my favourite bands. Hmm. To any of you listening out there or watching on YouTube, I'd like to wish you a Merry Christmas. Um, We've been talking all about um, our Christmas traditions and stuff, so I'm going to hand the mic back over to... Poor little Jimmy O'Malley, thank you, thank you. aka Young Bullwinkle, Nathaniel Warren. So, so he's just saying. So start, start so from the beginning, man. Start from from, the, from the beginning. From the beginning. Our, our tradition is we'll we'll get like Christmas Eve presents. Yeah. Uh, the day before, which uses. <laughs> <laughs> alien. Sorry, guys. Alien Alfred. I was just, just choking on, on my mead. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Oh, I've been breaking down today because I keep looking around, and then I and then I realise that you're wearing like an alien hat. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I just keep so wearing. good, so good. <laughs> but um, so we'll open Christmas Eve, like Christmas Eve presents, yep. pajamas, chocolates, normally. Mm-hmm. Then we'll have stocking presents in the morning of Christmas. Mm-hmm. But we do a thing where we 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 just choose to open our actual like presents mm. in the night. Mm-hmm. So it's like the last thing we do, right. and then because I've always mm-hmm. felt like this. I always I like having something to wait for, and I think every, everyone in my family kind of oh, feels yeah, like that. Oh yeah, definitely. So for the whole Christmas day, you're even more excited. Like when you're eating your lunch, you're like oh, I can't wait to like open my presents. Otherwise, later. it's almost like an anticlimax, isn't it? Yeah. In terms of like, if you like get it all over and done with in the first hour, you're like, oh well, it's you know. I mean, don't get me wrong, you're looking forward to your Christmas dinner, but you're like, you know. Mm, and then that leaves like, like that. more more meaning for Boxing Day as well, because mm. Boxing Day for me is like the day where you actually check everything out. Mm. Oh, Whereas yeah. Christmas mm, yeah. is like I imagine if you open Too Christmas going on. presents in the morning, some people like just check out their presents nighttime of Christmas. Mm. It's not what it's about. Mm. We get turkey rolls, open our presents, beautiful day. Mm. But yeah, that that's really just our kind of tradition that we do. My nan tends to have a tradition of, of spoiling presents every now and Does again. Does she? <laughs> oh, brilliant. Because she's got to wait till the she end of the day. She doesn't mean to. I think she's done it a couple times. Yeah. She doesn't mean to. I remember she came up to me once, and because we waited till the end of the day, she like, thought we'd all open them or something. Yeah. <laughs> and she said, how's your phone? I went, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then, lo and behold, I got a phone. <laughs> I bet you pretty, was... pretty funny in hindsight. Pretty yeah, funny. yeah. No, definitely. God, yeah. God bless Nanny Pauline. Mm. God bless her. God bless. <laughs> I've just like, remembered something from um, opening some presents on Christmas, mm. and it was when I got I got one I got a Nintendo DS. Right. Oh, like, awesome! Yeah, really I, cool. I remember getting my first DS on Christmas. Yeah, and it and it was awesome. And like, um, I thought it only came with like one game or something. And mm. I was like, that's still really nice. But yeah, I was a little bit disappointed because I wanted to like play games all. and stuff. <laughs> and then like I kept like in the we had a big tree, and I just kept finding games like hidden in the tree. And it was so cool, and like, and it was, yeah, and they they just kind of hid the games all around. Mate, me. that's right. amazing. That's, that's awesome. what my parents would do quite a lot when I was younger. That's cool. Like, that's you know, awesome. they'd like hide stuff. In yeah, that, and that's then you'd a lot be of like, fun. Oh, whoa! Like. That's like the magic of it. Mm. Yeah, mm. certainly. Mm. So I was gonna say, man, like, where do you normally have like your Christmas dinner? Oh, we we all stay at mine. So you always so ever, have a, everyone comes to our house. house. Our house is the Christmas house. Yeah, mm. your mum and dad's house. Yeah. Oh, that's nice, man. That's like, and you just sort of stay there all day. Yeah, yeah. Literally, just get up. You know, well, we get up really early. I always used to, my eldest brother, would make me wake yeah. him up in yeah, the morning. Yeah, I could imagine. And I'd imagine. come up and pull like a face and go, it's Christmas. And then he'd have <laughs> to like wake up. Oh, mate, that's but, so um, good. So for anybody that doesn't know, by the way, like um, young Bullwinkle's oldest brother is mm. Zusua the Gold, who is mm. the lead singer, rhythm guitarist of 
Melbourne Death by Kai. Go check him out on socials. Follow him on Spotify, all that good stuff. And he's well also as your friend. And also <laughs> my oldest friend and one of Drew's oldest friends as mm. well. And um, also sometimes his co-host on the Dark Dale. Mm. Friday nights from eight till ten. Repeated Saturday nights from ten till midnight. So yeah. Zeus the Gold, legend. Mm. What a legend. So that's, 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 Christmas that's who you're referring to. That's who I am referring to, indeed. But yeah, it's, it's, it's quite a chill day, really. We just kind of chill around at mine. I'm in my pyjamas all day that I got from the night before. Yeah. Mm. Eating pastry Man. and then oh. eating turkey rolls and Christmas dinner. Little pig in oh. blanket. Incredible. Oh. We didn't get pigs in blankets last year. I not? was furious. Yeah, I can imagine. Furious. I would kick off about that, mate. But we've got like loads this year oh, just to make right, up yeah. for it. We've got you, double. You made sure. You made sure this year. 100%. There's man. Pen- plenty. It's an important part of Christmas. I remember I made my own pigs and blankets um, a couple of years ago. Mm. Oh, I don't think you were there, Drew. I made it more like for like a friend thing. I think that you were with your like girlfriend at the time somewhere in the woods or something. Because you know, Drew. Because um, you know, Alfred. Um, <laughs> I was like, do you want to come to this like like party we're having? And like Josh was there and Claire was there, like le- pretty much every one of my friends. And then he invited Drew and was like, oh man, we're going out into the woods. <laughs> like, just the two of us. I was like, oh, that's cool. Anyway, I thought, all right, I'm going to make my own pigs and blankets. I'm going to make them epic. So I got, like, massive sausages, and I just, like, wrapped them all loads in, like, bacon and everything. <sighs> but it was, it turned out freaking hilarious. I, like, <laughs> I kid you not, right? So I wrapped, imagine this, right? I've got, like, like, a load of, like, big pork sausages. Wrapped them all up in bacon. And the way they cooked in the oven, I don't know if I just, like, wrapped the bacon around it too tight or something, but it was, like, the ends that didn't, wasn't in the bacon, like, expanded <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> And I pulled it out, and you can probably see where I'm going with this. It, let's put it, it, it was a, it, let's just put it this way. It was very funny watching everyone eat it. <laughs> and everyone was just like, what the hell? How have you made, like, your pigs and blankets look like that? And I was like, I don't know, I didn't mean to. Uh. But they looked very phallic. Extremely phallic. So uh. that was, that was proper funny. That was like a nice little funny, mm. like, Christmas friend, friend meal I had. Have you ever sure. done, like, a, a stuffing bomb? No. What? That's what like um, uh, Danny always does at um, uh, like for Christmas dinner hours. So that's your um, sister's husband. Yeah, isn't it? sister's husband. Your so brother my brother-in-law. Yes. Yeah. And it's like it's loads of sausages <clears> like that, <throat> but then a load of stuffing, but like the stuffing like all over like the so- all over like the sausages. Yeah. And then streaky bacon, but streaky bacon done as like cro- like, like crust oh, all I get, over I get it, it, like oh, this cool. pattern all over the top, and then you wrap it all underneath and just like bake that in the oven for ages, and it's called a stuffing bomb, and you, like you, like cut slices of it. Oh, mate, that sounds insane. That, that is cool. very good. Bacon, that is very mate, good. You can't go wrong with bacon stuffing and sausage. Oh, mate. Oh, it is mate. a it is a good one. Incredible. Oh, that's, I might have to try that. Mm. I'm gonna have to get experimenting in the kitchen, baby. Mm. Mm. Sounds a bit like yours, but just without with some yeah. stuffing. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, um, what a beautiful time of year. What a beautiful, beautiful day. Would you say it's your favourite holiday? I'd say it's probably mine. Yeah, along with Halloween, I'd say. Yeah, Mm. Halloween is good. I love Christmas and Halloween. It's not my favourite season. Summer's my favourite season. Is it? I love summer. I would say winter's my favourite season. No, no, I disagree. Yeah, I know. It's it's not not a popular opinion, is it? January, February, awful months. Oh, I love them. Awful (laughs) I love them. There's just nothing going on. Mate, snow? The possibility of snow? Yeah, but that's more like March. Nice I'd cold. Only the last couple of years, really. Mm. Traditionally, it's, yeah. traditionally, January and February are the coldest months, traditionally. I guess. I don't know. It's, Think it's, about it, like, nice, nice, icy walk. Spring's thing. the worst. Mm. Spring's the worst month. Do you reckon? Worst Why? month? Spring's the worst month. Spring's no way. Closely followed second best month. Don't listen no. to this guy. After, Spring after is after the summer. worst don't, don't month. listen to this guy. They're all good. They're all good. But what I like about... Um, winter 
as I said, you know what I mean? You've got all your nice, like, jackets and, like, cosy wear. I, like, I do like dressing up warm. Yeah, all you... my nan's jumpers have come out. Yeah. Like, they're the ones that she's mm. made me. Let's you know, face it, right? We've got that, that, all those, that clothes that just sits in the cupboard all spring and summer where it's just too hot mm. and all you have to do is, all you can wear is, like, short shorts and little t-shirts all year. <laughs> hot all, pants. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Walking around just nothing but little hot pants and, like, sandals because it's just too hot to wear anything else and even then you're sweating, <laughs> right? But then winter comes, you know, you can layer up. Oh, go out for a nice walk. See your breath. There's that like brisk, cold. <laughs> See your breath. How is that yeah. your argument for winter being you, the mate, best that's month? That's nice. It is nice, but it's not. Listen, winter without <laughs> Christmas <laughs> is the worst month. Mm. Winter with Christmas mm. is, is the, better than spring. The ignorance of youth, this is. Yeah. I don't think it's better youth. than autumn either. I reckon it goes summer, autumn. Winter, spring. What mate. about all those flowers coming out in spring? It's beautiful. Yeah, it's yeah but that's, that's, that's more like start of think, summer. You no, get, think, think about spring. it, right? Think no. about how nice spring it is. bloom. Think about how nice it is, right? It's like Boxing Day or New Year's Day or something. You wake up, everything's icy and frosty. You go mm. for a nice little walk on the hills. Oh, and crisp Quantock. your feet on oh, the fresh on the fresh oh. frost. Oh, everything looks almost like like from a movie. Yeah, Do you know I mean a winter wonderland. A winter wonderland. See a little tale. deer in the distance mm. trotting across the path, and then it and stops. And you can also see its breath. It stops. It turns at you. You make eye contact, and there's a weird sense of love between you and the deer before it trots off into the forest again. A sense of unity. Ah, you go <laughs> running in the forest with oh. your loved ones. Ah, oh, the frost around <laughs> you is just absolutely beautiful. If you're you listening to this, little... if you're listening to this, I want you to comment what you think the best time of year is. Obviously, because I'm not hearing that summer is not. Most the best. people are going to say summer, aren't yeah. they? It's the obvious correct answer. answer. Correct answer. That's so, what it is. So, it, what do you think about when you're born in the year and what your favourite uh, time of the year is? I'm born in summer. Yeah, mid-summer. so I'm born in summer, and that's I'm born in winter. Point. Yeah, and your favourite is winter. So that would say. <laughs> That um that would sh- that would say that you know were you born w- were you born in this at the same time as your favourite season? Mm. Let us know. That's an interesting thing to apparently, apparently it's very theory. true. Like and it and it does work for me and it does Makes work sense. for Bullwinkle as well. Because I know summer for me the reason I love it the most is obviously the heat for one. I love swimming. I love everything like that. And then mate, they're, ju- they're just Wim Hof for it. me. Wim Hof it. For me, there <laughs> seems to be more going on in summer every oh, year. Oh, of course. Like of course. Always, festivals. I love more festival events. season. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, of course, yeah. Mm. I guess it's like the thing that the downsides of summer for me, right? Sleeping in summer is not nice. Mm, unless you've got a nicer uh, air conditioning unit. It's not cosy. I'll give you that. It's not nice. You know, um, it's 25 degrees in your room with the window open. Mm. You know, you're there. You All your limbs are sort of sprawled out of the bed. You're a little bit sweaty. Mm. You know, it's just not... What? That's not a nice way to sleep. This time of year... Ah, oh, nice and cosy. You got your thick winter winter duvet. Out. Fire blazing Underneath. downstairs. Oh, every now and again, your toes might poke out from under the duvet. Ooh, ooh. Get nice and snug back <laughs> under there again. Ah, or like in my, because I live in like um, a little old village in a nice little old cottage as well. We don't have central heating, so but um, I've got like, like a really nice big fireplace and everything like that. Mate, you can't obviously summer. That's Fire like that's raging. just useless to me. But winter, come home. It's nice and dark. Chestnuts roasting by an open exactly, fire. Right, light the fire. The fire's mm. roaring. You can hear it crackling. Mm. Oh, I'll give you that. How homely. But, but how homely. At snug. the same time, you can't compete with a nice sunset after a whole blue sky day. Mm. You go out. I feel ten times happier when there's blue sky out and the sun's sun's peaking. Mm. You, know, you can't get that in winter. Beautiful. It's just that it's also really yeah, cold. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's but nice. But the heat. No, no, the heat's nice. I, to be fair, I don't really get. Uh, hot very often. I'm quite a cold-blooded mammal. 
Yeah, I'm Put your hat warm. back on then, sir. I'm very warm. <laughs> I'm, yeah, see, I'm the opposite. I'm very warm-blooded. I mean, I'm yeah. hot now, to be mm. honest. I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm too hot now. I, I, it and takes me quite uh, a while to get going in the sauna to start sweating, but yeah. once I'm going, I do. But you, See, you, you get a sniff of the sauna I freaking, and you're dripping. I'm sweating by the time I've <laughs> just tying my shoelaces. Even thought about it. Yeah. Tying my shoelaces gives me a bit of a sweat on, you know. <laughs> I'm just like I'm just a, I'm a meaty, a meaty, warm-blooded meaty creature. Sausage. You know, <laughs> I'm a meaty sausage. You know, I'm like a big pack of sausage meat that's, that's been left in the oven too long. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so I don't know, as I said, I struggle a little bit in the summer, because I almost feel like, you know, like, um, you know, like, when you see, like, videos of, like, certain animals... Of like dogs dying in the car? <laughs> no, well, yeah, there's that. I, I was going to say, like, you know... Always open your windows, guys. Don't mm. leave your dog yeah, for longer than that. ten minutes in the car. Don't well, do that. Don't leave him in the car full stop. Yeah. I was going to say, like, um... You know, like when you see like videos of like lions in Africa, and they, they hunt at night because in the daytime it's just too hot, and you just like see loads of pictures of them and all just sort of like lying down in the shade of trees, and they're all just like <sighs> living the good life. That's, that's what you. That's what you. That's feel how like I it. feel yeah, like in yeah, summer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like just like seeking shade. I'm wearing nothing but a tiny pair of shorts. A loincloth. I'm like commando in a little pair of shorts, little thin, the thinnest t-shirt I can find in the in the drawers, and I'm like, mate, I'm still too hot. And after a while, I get annoyed. <laughs> I'm like, this is too hot. You know, I'm too goddamn hot. Yeah, Viking blood, Viking blood. Exactly. This, I'm, you know, you, I'm you, you, you should be from Iceland. Yeah, Scandinavia. Nor I'd rather say Norway. Norway, I'd yeah. Say Norway. <laughs> oh, fair shot. I just prefer Norway. Yeah, just prefer Norway. Mm. Yeah, you know, I'm like, I'm always like a fan of um, like cold showers and cold baths and stuff like that as well. Mm. You know, big fan of Wim Hof. No way. Yeah, man. No oh, you gotta get the way. Wim Hof method on the go. You know, now and again. Cold showers, I'll give you if you're in the flow of it, then sure. But a cold bath, I can't back. Thing is, right? If you work out. And like by the time you finish your workout, and you're literally like in the winter, there's like steam rising off you when you're outside and that. Nothing feels better than going and running yourself a nice cold bath and then getting in it. I don't think I've ever done that. No. But like, um, I well, I would, I would do it for like the Wim Hof method. I was going to say it's very I mean? therapeutic. Mm. So mm. picture this, right? You've picture gone out, picture. you've gone out to a nice forest mm -hmm. in the middle of, of summer. Deep. You yeah. know, you, you're sat in some shade with your loved ones. Mm -hmm. You might be playing a bit of throw. Playing a bit of catch, mm -hmm. I don't know. Playing some board games, maybe some card games, right? Yep. You've got a barbecue on the go. Yeah. Oh, what a lovely time of year! You yeah. don't think that's nice? Yeah. And then you go home, and you realise you're covered in mosquito bites, got a, got a, like a load of ticks, <laughs> and um, you're freaking sneezing everywhere because of the hay fever. <laughs> yeah. And then you can't sleep all night because it's too freaking hot. Santa Claus definitely. This uh, is why is I live. From in, this is why I live in Lapland all year <laughs> round. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. But no, obviously I enjoy a nice summery barbecue, I do. But all I'm saying is, right, swings and roundabouts, right? <laughs> On the whole, I'm a fan of all seasons. Um, I, I, it's not summer. like, like you, you seem to be like your views of the seasons are radically different. I quite on the whole like <laughs> the seasons equally, but mm. I am going to, if you are going to like so aggressively <laughs> hype up summer in front of me, I will defend winter and I will point out the bad points of summer and I will stand on that until I die. <laughs> stand on that hill until I die. <laughs> I don't see how you can back spring. <laughs> I'm not oh, a fan. I'm not a fan. Mate. I'm not a fan. Mate. Go mate. to go to go to go to Dartington Hall. Uh start of spring. Go and walk around the gardens there. That'll change your mind forever. Oh. What's Callum doing with Xavier? What is going on here? 
What's going on? Oh, he's... <laughs> F Unifanger. <laughs> For the audio listeners, I'm, I'm being sweared at it's, by an inflatable being, alien. He's being cussed out by an alien. He's being <laughs> abused by an alien. Mate, spring is like the birth. Beautiful. It's like the season that represents oh, birth. Oh, fertility. Fertility, birth, oh. all that good stuff. You can't have summer without Bees spring. Start coming out. You Egypt. It's yeah. like saying like... That's like saying Spring like... Spring is amazing. That's like saying like, I really like my car, but I hate wheels. Yeah. Yeah, what's going on, dude? Well, you can't drive the car without the wheels, mate. Sorry. Smell that fresh grass growing in the, in the, when the flowers mm. start coming the out. The end of the spring, scent. I'll give you. Start of spring. Well, that's awful. because it's basically summer by that point. Yeah, but the start of spring's <laughs> awful. Nah, nothing's it? going on. It's just cold. It's miserable. When's Mate, the start? Guy, is it March? This guy needs to buck up his attitude. March is awful. I feel like he's letting himself down today. I'm sorry, guys. This is supposed to be a nice Christmas special, right? This guy over here is just being too negative with his views on the seasons, isn't he? Eh? Apart from summer. A one-track pony, you mm-hmm. could it's say, nice. in the subject of seasons. Nice. Autumn is quite nice. It's all right. He'll get wiser with age. <laughs> like a fine wine. Yeah. I'll tell you what, right, this will make him cheer up. Maybe a brace winter a bit more. We're gonna listen to a track now. This is Ring Out Solstice Bells. A track which is about winter. Ah, <laughs> oh, check out that playing. In the flute, like something chronic. One of the sort of like, that's sort of like, I wish I was better at like woodwind instruments. Mm. I'd love to get good at like the penny whistle and the flute mm. and the recorder and everything. I've got like a sat, like a uh, Native American flute and I love tooting that. Is that like mm. the one? Uh, no, oh, that, that's pan pipes. Oh, but, yeah, you know, yeah. like I've a, had a go on your pan pipes. It's like a wooden flute, but mm. it's got a pentatonic scale, so it's like really oh, easy. So you could nice. like just shred yeah. some Metallica to it. So I've just been just doing some backing music and just shredding on this Native American flute. It's oh, like, mate. Nice. Sounds fantastic. Tooting it, baby. Sounds fantastic. Mm. You are listening to the Christmas special on Pandora's Box. We love you all. Thank you for being here with us on this hallowed Wednesday evening mm. as we celebrate everything about the baby Jesus and Krampus. Ah. You know what? I'm surprised how many people that I spoke to that doesn't that don't know what Krampus Mate, is. Mate, I, I didn't know about Krampus. I didn't know. No. I just I thought that he was more well known. Trust you to know who about yeah, Krampus yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are the dark gardener. <laughs> I yeah, I am. I would have literally thought that like 50% of the population would have known who Krampus is, but I'd say 20 Everyone I've spoken to. So we saw the medieval babes, didn't we, on um Friday we met some of them. Shout out medieval babes. Love medieval babes. Um, I asked a couple of them if they knew um, who Krampus was, and they said so they didn't as well. And like, mm. they're sort of like experts on folklore. Mm. You know, being folk artists, it sort of goes hand in hand. How did you learn of Krampus? I've just sort of always known who he is. Mm. <laughs> met him. I was like, dark, I had vis- a visions child. from a child. Yeah. He would like come into my room at night and just <laughs> tell me who he was. But I thought, because so few people know who Krampus is, I've got up some, some information here about Krampus. So I'll read out about Krampus to you, okay? So. Krampus. Krampus is a horned, anthropomorphic figure in central and eastern alpine folklore who, during the Christmas season, scares children who have misbehaved. Assisting Saint Nick, the pair visit children on the night of the 5th of December, with Saint Nicholas rewarding the well-behaved children with modest gifts such as oranges, dried fruit, walnuts and chocolate, while the badly behaved ones receive punishment from Krampus. The origin of the figure is unclear. Some folklorists and anthropologists have postulated that it is having pre-Christian origins in traditional parades Sounds and in such events as the Krampuslauf, 
young men participate dressed as Krampus and attempt to scare the audience with their antics. Such events occur annually in most Alpine towns. Krampus is featured on holiday greeting cards called Krampus Carton. <laughs> Since 1984, the character has become better known globally, having been portrayed in several Hollywood horror films. Mm. Almost unknown before this time, Krampus has become to become a part of American and European popular culture. So we're going to talk a little bit more about the origins. The history of Krampus figure has been theorised as sketching back to pre-Christian times. During his observations in 1975 while in Erdning, a small town in Styria, anthropologist John J. Honigman wrote that The St. Nicholas Festival we are describing incorporates cultural elements widely distributed in Europe, in some cases going back to pre-Christian times. St. Nick himself became popular in Germany around the 11th century. The feast dedicated to this patron of children is only one winter occasion in which children are the objects of special attention, others being Martin Mass, the Feast of the Holy Innocents, and New Year's Day. Masked devils acting boisterously and making nuisances of themselves are known in Germany since at least the 16th century, while animal masked devils combining dreadful comic antics appeared in medieval church plays traditionally. A large literature, much of it by European folklorists, bears on these subjects. Austrians in the community we studied are quite aware of heathen elements being blended in with Christian elements in the St. Nicholas customs and in other traditional winter ceremonies. They believe Krampus derives from a pagan supernatural being who was assimilated into being like the Christian devil, essentially. The Krampus figure persists, persists, and by the 17th century, Krampus had been incorporated into Christian winter celebrations by pairing Krampus with Saint Nicholas. Hmm. There you go. So there's, there he is. So the appearance of Krampus. Mm. Maybe I'll get up some pictures in a minute. I'll try and show you. I'll, I'll hold it up to the camera for mm. those that are watching on, on, um, our, on our podcast on, on YouTube. But it says, although Krampus appears in many variations... Most share some common physical characteristics. Horns. He is usually hairy, Ooh. brown or black, and has cloven hooves, being a bit like a goat. He often has a long, pointed tongue that rolls out and has fangs. Krampus carries chains thought to symbolise the binding of the devil by the Christian church. He thrashes the chains for dramatic effect. The chains are sometimes accompanied with bells of various sizes. Of more pagan origins are the Rutan, bundles of birch branches that Krampus carries and with which he occasionally whips children. Well, it's a bit intense, isn't it? It's yeah, very intense. As, a, as, a, very as an alternative to a present. Well, I think, do you know, like recently we were talking on um, Pandora's Box about how, like, his, like, in the past in general, it was just, like, a lot more brutal than today. Mm. I mm. think that, like, even things like Christmas in the past were, like, more dark. Mm. They used to tell <coughs> ghost stories, didn't they, on Christmas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I know that's mm, a Christmas carol. That was like why that became so popular as well. Exactly, and like that's that's like an element of Christmas that definitely still remains. So I think for people that are into it, you sort of know where to find it. So for example, this Christmas, I know that on BBC, Mark Gattis, um, who was a big fan of um, of MR um, James, who is like a prolific ghost writer and was once also the dean of Cambridge um, University in in Britain. Um, but Mark Gattis is um, doing an adaptation 
for the um, for the BBC of what's called the Mezzotint. So the Mezzotint is one of M.R. James' most famous ever like horror stories, ghost stories, mm. and there'll be an adaptation on this Christmas, which I'm like really looking forward to. So if you like your ghost stories, you like it, want like a Christmassy ghost story, look out, find out when the Mezzotint is on, like around Christmas. Do you know year. why that started? Because I know in Samhain or Samhain, Halloween, yeah. Um, Obviously, that was because it was when the veil was thinnest between mm. the living and the dead. What's the reason for there being ghost stories on Christmas originally? Do you know what? I, it's funny because even though I've always been a, a fan of a ghost story at Christmas, mm. I'm not actually sure. Mm. Right. That's part of your traditions, isn't it, family-wise? You have like a yeah, ghost. Yeah, so um, just this last Sunday, um, every year we go around my grandmother's, my mother's mother, and um, we all just take it in turn to read ghost stories to each other. Oh, time. nice. That's cool. And my grandma and, and granddad even like do like a little play. Oh, do they? Awesome. Mate, yeah, they like dress up and everything, and like my grandma writes it herself. Whoa. That's insane. Yeah. That's cool. She's like very good. Oh, like that. she's always like you know been into very like, theatrical, been yeah. into the theatre, um, and like used to teach English and teach in general and stuff like that. And she's yeah, like just grew up like you know watching like Shakespeare and all, mm. all this stuff. She's, it's mm. very natural to her, you know. Mm. That must be amazing, like just watching that yeah. like, as this like production. When <laughs> Mate, you they were around. there. My grandma's like almost ninety, and she was like dressed up and she had like a sword and everything. <laughs> and it, was, like, it was like this like creepy medieval <laughs> ghost story and everything. It was like hello, oh, and then she had awesome. like the yeah, this like little ghost like that she'd like made. Mm. Yeah, it's and mad to think of like um, them just like practicing that. Yeah, yeah, rehearsing it, rehearsing it. Mate, I absolutely love it as well. I was, I like always like love like when it gets to my turn, like reading out the ghost stories and stuff. Mm. I like really enjoy it, like picking them and like reading them out and stuff. I absolutely like love it, like proper embrace it. But yeah, I'll have to like actually look up like where like did that start? Of, yeah. mm. Where did like that the ghost story like horror element of Christmas actually start? Yeah. But I like the idea that almost like um that uh, Krampus is almost like the antithesis. Of Father Christmas. Yeah. I think mm. you can almost see where it came from. I guess it's the, the idea being that, like, well, obviously, if Father Christmas goes to all the boys and girls that have been good, well, then it's almost like, well, what happens to all the boys and girls that have been bad? And you know a little bit like how, um, <laughs> you know how, like, um, obviously, traditionally back in the day, lots of, like, stories and, like, old pieces, like, you know, like, Brothers Grimm tales, which are, like, basically, like, the the original versions of, like, Disney, di like, Disney movies and mm. Disney stories. Mm. They're all really supposed to be like moral tales, mm. almost like to encourage you to be a good human being. And I think that's probably what it's a bit like about with like the whole Krampus thing. It's the idea that like, well, if you're one of those, if you're like such a naughty kid that like your parents or whatever are like, you got to be a good a good boy or girl because otherwise Father Christmas don't come. If you're like such a little naughty git that you're like, I don't care. Mm. But then it's almost like, well, then where do you go from there? You, you say that Krampus is going to come. It's like, well, then in that case, Krampus is going to come and get you. And you can almost imagine like, <gasps> What's Krampus? <laughs> well, he's, he's essentially the devil, right? Mm. And he's going to come for you on Christmas because you're such a little... Such a naughty boy. Such mm. a naughty little sausage. And then, mm. you know, just encourage them to be good, really. I love it as well. Like, storytelling before TVs and mm. entertainment as we know it would have been the main form of entertainment for, for us as, you know, like stories around the campfire and mm. stuff like that. And there's a, such an art of, like, telling a story, you know? Oh, I so agree. Oh, man. I so agree. Uh, it, mm. We're missing it a little bit, like, from, from modern society, I think. Obviously, we see programs and all these amazing mm. stories played out in that way. But, yeah, I remember going to some festivals and just be like, after all the music had stopped, they'd, like, go into the forest and um, want, like, there was, like, a poem tent. Mm. And the guy who was running the poem <coughs> tent would, like, go to the, to go to the fire and then like would like tell stories to mm. everyone but in a real way and it was like it's so cool just it's all from me mind and from memory yeah. as well like that's very impressive that they did it from memory mm. i mean i mean mm. like you know each time you tell it it's a little bit different but yeah like, oh yeah, yeah do you know yeah, what i mean yeah. it's not like fully like scripted but mm. i think that's so cool 
Yeah, and I actually like really encourage like anybody listening to like you know start maybe like start that tradi- start that tradition either with like your family or your friends whoever you think would be like most into it and most likely to do it because I tell you what I absolutely love it and you do appreciate the art of like storytelling because mm. I remember like when we started the tradition especially because I was a bit younger um, obviously I would like mess up my words a little better and I would like read very fast and stuff like that and it becomes it makes it very hard to get into like what you're saying mm. right because right. i naturally mm. speak very fast so it's almost like when i read i'm naturally like, like but one thing i've almost like done over the years is like I'm, I'm a lot more like deliberate so like when i go to read like a story now i like switch into storytelling mode mm. so it's like i mm. speak very very slowly concise very and give and I, space to it yeah. and like use lots of enunciation like mm. because you almost have to act it out yeah. as well yeah. as just yeah, sex. Yeah, yeah. you can't just say the words you almost have yeah. to act out you yeah, know, 100%. so it's, you know, and then something came around the corner. Mm. You know, you can't just be like, and then something came around the corner. You know? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, you know? totally, man. Yeah, like, I guess it could teach it. could teach people like really important skills of presenting and like because mm. you're gonna have to do that in class and everything mm. eventually anyway. I, so I think I think it's done my like English skills a lot of good, especially because like a lot of the old um, like horror stories I read, as I said, they're from people that are like. You know, the Dean of Cambridge College, who was like an, an actual, like, amazing... He was like one of the best scholars in, in Britain during his day. So, like, mm. his work is, you know, he uses lots of, like, long, complicated words. Mm. Like, he had his thesaurus at the ready. You know, he didn't <laughs> recycle anything. His mind. And it's exactly the same with um, H.P. Lovecraft, for example. Yeah. You know, it's all like... I yeah. still want to read a H.P. Lovecraft. I've never read one, but... They, They're quite short they, stories, aren't they? they? So. Oh, cool. Yeah, a lot of them yeah. are. Some, of, the, some mm. of them are longer, but, I mean, anything between, like, three pages and, like, 30 pages oh, most cool. of them yeah know? yeah which is one of the good things i like about them because it's like you know you don't have to be like overly invested you mm. can pick it up Easy read a story into. before you go mm. to bed if you've got like a free 15 minutes yeah and then yeah, you're like totally. and you're like oh that was amazing i love that you i know? like the idea of a, like one story before bed yeah like yeah. Do you know what i mean because normally yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like i'll read a part of a novel or something you know yeah yeah like, yeah mm. no it's awesome man so um mm. I, I think as well it'd be cool to talk about some other origins about christmas because um i'm not sure if um any of you guys know, but do you know that Father Christmas, who Father Christmas actually is? Odin! Father Christmas is actually Odin. Mm. What? Yeah, how epic is that? I don't know why, but I know. Father Christmas <laughs> is actually the king of the gods. Oh, the you'll Norse have to explain this pantheon. now. You'll have to explain this. So I'm going to leave I, I was always thinking that it, Christmas was like a German thing. Well, well, um, I think they said that like the Saint Nick, like Saint Nick comes from Christmas, but the right. thing is... Germanic and Scandinavian folklore are like very intertwined, right. and like technically, Scandinavian people still f- fall under what you would call Germanic peoples. Mm. It's just they're sort of like an offshoot. Mm. So um, that's one of the reasons. You know, we were talking about like Hitler the other week. So one of the reasons, because obviously Hitler being a massive racist, like he di- he almost like put it into category categories of like how um, like almost like a, a, ch- a food chain or whatever how you'd want mm. to describe it of like the good races and the bad races. So at the bottom to Hitler was Jews. And at the top were like Germanic peoples. So Hitler saw Germanic peoples as like obviously Germans, Scandinavian people, Dutch, and like British essentially. Mm. And like everyone else, he was like everyone else is, from that is like un, is like sub subhuman. But um, anyway, we'll go into um, the tales of Odin and such like, where what, how Odin became Father Christmas and all that sort of stuff. After this next track, this is the Little Drummer Boy by the Dandy Warhols. Another one of my favourite Christmas tracks. Mm. Epic. Ah, Christmas time. Pra-pa-pum-pum. Mistletoe and wine. Children singing. Pagan rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was just saying. 
<laughs> before the uh, before that last track, the little drummer boy by the Dandy Warhols, about how Father Christmas could actually kick your ass because he's actually Odin. What? As portrayed by um, Sir Anthony Stewart. Crazy. Anthony Hopkins, sorry. Anthony mm. Hopkins in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, I'm going to tell you why. And it all sort of come together, really. I'd also like to point out as well, because you know you were saying um, you thought that Father Christmas was originally a German thing, and I mm. said that it were all sort of technically the same mm. person, people. So back before sort of Christianity became widespread in Europe, thanks to the Romans, um, the Germans um, and the British people and the Scandinavians all had the same um, gods. Yeah. Because obviously there's different pa- pagan pantheons. Like the Greeks would obviously have um, like Zeus and yeah. Hera, all of that, Apollo. Um, in um, in Germany and Britain and um, Scandinavia, you had like Odin and Thor and all that lot. There was like ever such slight um, differences in like the names, just purely because obviously once you get far enough from places, like language just starts to change. Whispers. But like they would have understood each other. Mm. And like, so example, like Scandinavians, if you were like in Norway, um, Denmark or Sweden, you would have called it Odin Odin. Whereas in Br- in Britain um, or um, what is nowadays like Holland, the Netherlands, or Germany, you would have called him Woden. So it was like literally okay. th- the only difference is there would have been like a W in front, right? And um, it would have been spelt W O D E N, right? Mm. Whereas oh, in Scandinavia, mo- what, what you think of as modern day Scandinavia, they obviously would have just spelt it O D I N. But mm. I mean, Odin, Woden, there's, they were the <laughs> yeah. same. They were yeah, the same, yeah. and they would have worn like the same thing. So like. Obviously, a lot of you can picture, like, you know, like Thor's hammer, Mjolnir, mm. like necklaces. Quite a lot of people wear them nowadays. Um, they would have all wore them to, like, honor mm. Thor and stuff like that, you know. What yeah. about um, things like Herne the Hunter? Was that a different time period? So that, that's more like the Celtic pantheon. Oh, okay, so, you know, cool. like all the Damn the Bard songs, like Morrigan, yeah. um, Bloodwed, mm. um, Herne. That's more like old Druidic. Ah, okay. so, so, yeah. that's, um, so, you know how, like, Anglo-Saxon people are, like, a little bit different than, say... Um, like Scottish or Irish or or, mm. or Welsh. Mm. So like Welsh people are called like um, old uh, like old Brythonic people, like mm. Brythonic people, and then like um, the people of like Scotland and Ireland are more like uh, like Picts, like mm. P- Celts and Picts, mm. <laughs> like Celts and Picts and stuff like that. Excuse me, excuse me, Rodders. Mm. Um, so yeah, but um, getting back to anyway, we we're saying about how Father Christmas is Odin. So I've got something up here got something up here for you to help me describe this to you so the norse god odin was said to be the father of all the gods described as a bearded old man wearing a hat and a cloak odin would often ride his eight-legged horse sleep near across the midnight sky at yule yule obviously Ooh. christmas is basically originally mm. like a, a, a pagan tradition mm. they mm. incorporate the whole birth of jesus thing into it but like Thousand, even supposed to thousands of day. years before mm. Christianity was even a thing. Like, right. people mm. were, you know, they were, like, celebrating Yule, like, in a similar way they are today. Gifts and, like, big banquets right, with, right, with right, your loved right. ones and that, you know, they just added the Jesus bit, basically. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, described as a bearded old man wearing a hat and cloak, Odin would often ride his eight-legged horse, Sleipnir, across the midnight sky at Yule, delivering gifts to those down below. Oh. Sound familiar? Mm. Although it can be argued that our modern Father Christmas is a fusion of several different ancient myths and legends, the resemblance and connection to the Norse god Odin has many historians believing that he is the original Father Christmas. 
and it has several other links to back this up. Mm. So, the Christmas Elf. Once again, we have Norse mythology to thank for another Christmas stalwart. Stal yep, stalwart. The Elf. Mm. Referred to as the Ulfar originally, or hidden people, these supernatural human-like beings were often described as tall and pale with pointy ears and magical powers. Mm. <laughs> Jimmy O'Malley over here? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> tall, pale, skinny, <laughs> magical powers. You so how did the Ulfar to the change from being like this in North mythology to the short, pointy hat-wearing elves we imagine in Santa's workshop today. Again, we have another myth from Nordic folklore to thank for that, that of the Nisse. The Nisse is a mythological creature associated with the winter solstice and the Christmas season, best described as looking like your typical garden gnome, short and equipped with a red, pointy hat. Ooh. The little creatures are said to live in the stables and barns, barns of homesteads, guarding the properties of dwellings nearby. Treat it well and it'll be helpful to you, but treat them badly and be prepared for some mischief around your house, perhaps explaining why today's Christmas elves are often represented as cheeky. Christmas trees, yet again, this is a Scandinavian North tradition. Because mm. if you think about it, Christmas trees have nothing to do with... For a start, Christmas trees don't grow in the Middle East, which is where apparently Jesus was born. Mm. It has nothing to do with Jesus whatsoever. It's an old like Yuletide tradition. Mm. The Vikings worshipped trees, especially the evergreens of Scandinavian forests, which they believed were the special plant of Balder, the god of the sun. Balder. Since they remained green throughout the winter, the trees came to represent the promise of new life, a reminder that spring is just around the corner. In ancient Germanic and Norse tradition, the evergreens were often decorated with small carvings of the gods and food in the hope of encouraging the tree spirits to return to bring about the new spring. So that is the origin of decorating Christmas trees, which nice. obviously we've carried on today. Mm. The festive wreath. Whilst the Romans originally created wreaths to be displayed as a symbol of victory, they became connected to our festive celebrations by the way of Yule. Like the evergreen trees, wreaths created using an evergreen plant such as holly would be brought into people's dwellings during Yuletide to remind them of the warmer days to come, a reassuring symbol during the long cold winters of the Scandinavian North. Hmm. So there you go. There you go, mate. I never knew that Christmas was so... Uh, Nordic? Yeah, <laughs> was so Viking. Yeah, 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 exactly. So there you go, you've got the Vikings to thank for Christmas, basically. Interesting. So there we go. We've Thank all you. learned I something. I like that. We've all like learned that. something. Mm. We've almost come to the show for today, but we haven't quite yet. We've still got a few minutes to chat. Awesome. Is there anything that you guys would like to chat I've got about? a question for you. Yeah? Mm. Question a time. A Christmassy question? Mm. Question time. Is it, is it a Christmassy question? Of course. Nice. Of course. Uh, I think I already know what answer you're both going to give to this question, but how many Christmas questions can you make? Mm -hmm. So, would you rather be featured in your favourite Christmas song hmm. or a like popular Christmas song. I already am. Or true and me <laughs> and Drew. Mm. Um, or be featured in your favourite Christmas movie. Oh, movie. Really? Mm. Well, I thought I, you'd say song. Yeah, but I already am in the, my favourite Christmas song. <laughs> we recorded it last true. Friday. It's true. already been done. It's already been done. You can oh, let's, say, let's say like Home Alone versus like. When you say featured, do you mean like all the way through it? 
Like, do you mean like a? Do you actually like have a, a part? Are you star? Yeah, or you're, yeah, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, you're not, you're not just like an extra. You're a star. Oh yeah, I'd you, say you I'd say movie as well, just yeah, because it'd be an experience. And after yeah. watching mm. you direct the other day, you know, and like, and, oh, actually, I did my first bit of acting the other day. If you wait until the <laughs> end of the fi- end of the um, end of the Christmas video, you'll see a little bit of acting. For oh me. yeah, 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 yeah. And, I, and I've never done anything like that before, and it's actually really fun. <laughs> so imagine that on full scale film, like also, yeah, also not not only do I feel like at least like. You know, I feel pretty satisfied from our Christmas song. Mm. You know, the mu- the video we shot to that. So I Been feel there, like done that. I've ticked the box. Mm. But I acting is something that's always interested me, and I, I actually mm. like would have liked to have. I'm I'm, I'm I would have liked to have like pursued it. Yeah, mm. I, I'm even like thinking about getting more involved in like getting you know like so, you know you can sign up to like casting calls and stuff, so you get like an email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think for certain stuff, I'd quite like it, and you know. I, I just, nearly got through to Vikings with that, you know. There's this saying. thing called Star Now, and like yeah. um, I sent a picture in, and they were like, "Oh, I'll come to the audition and stuff." Yeah, I was working at the time. Awesome. Like, I would but definitely like to do that, and I think I think stuff like that. I just think I would find it quite fun. We should make a Christmas movie. That's what we'll do next year. Yeah, yeah. the Tale of Jimmy O'Malley Part Two. Yeah, yeah. This, this time it's like a this time it's like a 20 minute long short epic. film yeah. rather than like the actual. <laughs> I can play Jimmy O'Malley's father that left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, though, we oh. should get on that. We could do it like filming. Muppet Christmas Carol as well and have our little puppets in mm. it, you know what I mean? Mm. I love that film, by the way. Oh, yeah, let's Such just quickly, that's another good film. thing to talk about. We've literally got one minute of the show left, but favourite Christmas film? To list them off, oh, Home Alone, best for Christmas film. Yeah, you like we've also one. got like Jingle All the Way. Um, oh, Jingle All the Way, obviously. The like Santa that. Claus films. Yeah. Equally good. Elf. Elf is a good one. Mm. Uh, Grinch. 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 Oh, I love Grinch. You drawing? I don't really know many, but um, the 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 one Santa Claus with it when he gets when he get he turns into Santa Claus and gets mm. real fat and gets. Oh yeah, that. is that like funny. Tim something? Is it the actor? Oh, I, can't I can't remember. Yeah. He was quite big in the nineties, and yeah. he's one of those actors. You were saying you like the Holiday as well on my show. Oh yeah, Holiday. Yeah, <laughs> that, well that was the one I watched with Meg, and yeah. I was like, I, I I was surprised that I enjoyed it. Yeah, nice little chick flick. My favourites are. Um, Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh yeah, I love that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello, very, Mr. Come Oh, that back. was my favourite one. Hello, Mr. Marley. Yeah. Oh, it's Marley no, and Marley. That's my favourite. That's my favourite one. Oh, I, yeah, that's my favourite. Oh. Also, a real. Have either of you seen Santa's Sleigh? No. no. You've got to see Santa's Sleigh. It's like a Christmas horror film, um, but it's like a comedic one. Right. So it's still got a bit of like the festive joy right. in it. Um, and also, yeah, Jingle All The Way. Have you seen Click and Collect? No, I have not. It's the one with Stephen Merchant. Is it? Check mm-hmm. it out. I'll check it out. We have come to the end of our Christmas special on Pandora's Box. Um, if you're listening to the radio show, mm. come back next week, same time. Listen to some more Pandora's Box facts. Have a very Merry Christmas. It's been a pleasure. If you're watching us on the tubes, we hope that you've enjoyed our antics today. I hope you've enjoyed our costumes. Alien Elf over here. You have been Mr. Jimmy, Jimmy O'Malley. O'Malley. The little Christmas imp, and you have been Alfred, Alfred. the uh, the elf alien. I have the been Father elf. Christmas, aka K- Krampus. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone! This is Thank God It's Christmas by Queen. Merry Play Christmas. you out. Merry Christmas, everybody. Rest in peace, Freddie Mercury. R.I.P. Merry Christmas, everyone. Love you all. Merry Christmas and a happy New Year. <laughs>